Hi everybody, I'm Michael Goodman with Artmatcher, the mobile app connecting art lovers, artists, galleries, art fairs, and art events. While we continue to build a great experience, we'll be talking art with some of the industry's most interesting and knowledgeable people. Whether you're an art aficionado or this is all new to you, we'll be here to provide valuable insight and hilarious good stories. Hope you enjoy our chat today and check out Artmatcher in the Apple App Store and Google Play. Hello, everyone. This is Riley Clark, head of partnerships at Artmatcher, and you're here on the Artmatcher podcast. Today, we're joined by Eric Smith. Eric Smith is the CEO at the Redwood Media Group, which puts on art fairs across the country, including Art Expo New York, March 30th through April 2nd. Smith has over 20 years of experience in the art world. He is the former uh, vice president of Summit Business Media, the leading worldwide producer of art shows like Art Miami. Smith also spent years as the director of the Martin Lawrence Galleries, where he managed over 20 galleries in California, Colorado, and Hawaii. How are you today, Eric? You've had many lives. Yeah, <laughs> I'm great, Riley. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Thank you. Well, we're excited to get into it, excited to share a bit about you, your story, Redwood. And most importantly, we're excited to announce uh, Art Matcher's partnership with Redwood for Art Expo New York. Um, we'll get into it in a second, but I know visitors to the fair can find all the art on the Art Matcher app, exclusive video content from the artists and exhibitors on the app, and our interactive art tags all throughout the fair. So you can tap your phone, learn more about the art you see, favorite it, share it with a friend, share it to social media. And stay connected after the fair. It's a big show. We're really excited about it. Thank you again, Eric, for your time. No problem. My pleasure. Yeah. So first things first, we'd love to learn a little bit more about you and your experiences. You've lived many lives in the art world, and you've learned a lot over your time. I have, yeah. I actually uh, went to work for uh, Bell Helmets in the motorcycle industry prior to uh, being in the art world. I raced motocross and worked for O'Neill USA and then Bell Helmets. And uh, I was good at sales, um, had a route uh, in Southern California, and I was on the research and development team and really loved what I did. Uh, but the, the motorcycle world started to decline, and my brother-in-law had a gallery, and he said, you should go to work in the the art business and uh, referred me to Martin Lawrence Galleries where uh, they hired me uh, in a gallery <clears throat> and I, re I refused the job three or four times and then I decided to finally do it just because it was, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to do it and within three months I had fallen in love with the position in, in the art world and uh, I was running the gallery. And from there, I ended up running five galleries and then 20. So it was a people management position, really, right? And uh, along with the art. Uh, and then the next step for that job was taken. It was the president of the company, basically. I mean, we were, there was a couple of us that had risen to the top in the company. And uh, he let me go. And unbeknownst to me, during that lunch meeting at the Van Nuys Airport, when he let me go, he said to me, I have another gig for you. <laughs> and he had already <clears throat> contacted somebody in uh, Ohio where Advanced Star was, and that's um, who owned Art Expo New York. 
And uh, Barry Levine was the president of uh, Martin Lawrence. And he said to me, I think you do a good job running this show. And uh, I've given them the heads up about you. Uh, and he said, you never know, one day you might own this show. And I kind of laughed that off like, there's no way that's ever going to happen. Uh, and today I do own the show. Uh, so I did take that position. And that's what started me in the art fair business. I love it. I love to hear it. Well, and we'd love to learn about Redwood, Redwood Media Group, Redwood Art Group. You all have a great program uh, across the country with Ferris all over the place. Yeah, I, you know, when the mortgage crisis hit, uh, the private equity group that owned our art division decided to divest of it, which we did. And we sold Art Miami. Um, and then I ended up buying Art Expo and Art Business News Magazine. and. Uh, that's what started Redwood Art Group. And from there, I end up creating some more shows and then purchasing some, acquiring some shows. And today we have six shows across the country. Uh, but our job really is to put buyers and sellers together. It's to take, you know, artists, galleries, uh, and a lot of consolidators that, you know, people that really manage artists they might have 10 or 20 artists that they manage <clears throat> and it's a good way for them to get more exposure for their artists by doing art fairs but our job is to uh you know rent the venue uh put up the walls and lights which we own and then um you know make sure that people come to the show and you know uh, collectors are everything for these artists that it sustains their their um you know revenue and uh that's what we do absolutely well in a different sort of way we're on the same mission connecting the dots creating some interconnectivity with artists galleries buyers art lovers everyone you know we're in a different way we're doing something very similar at art nature which is why we're excited to be working with you all uh, towards that end uh, i'd love to learn a bit about art expo new york it's coming up Again, that's March uh, 30th through April 2nd at Pier 36 in New York. Uh, would love to learn a little details on the fair. You've got a lot of exhibitors. It's going to be a big show. Yeah, we have over uh, 40 years of Art Expo going on in New York. Um, it was one of the first art fairs ever created. Uh, and uh, I don't remember exactly what year it started. I think it was the early 80s. It could be the late 70s. My director of marketing remembers all of that better than I do. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's been going on a long time and it fills up every year. Uh, uh, we used to be on Pier 94 and they've closed those piers because of COVID, which is unfortunate. It was a really good location. Um, but we've moved it to Pier 36 and we found a really good home there. Uh, and we've been thrilled about it ever since. So, but it's a great place for uh, New Yorkers to explore young talent as well as um, you know existing galleries that have been in business for a long time. We have both at the show. Uh, there's a section called Solo, which is really exciting to shop. The booths are a little bit smaller, ten feet wide, four feet deep. They're less expensive for artists to buy. We've created a program for that uh to buy their space and um 
you know, we vet the, the pieces and uh, the talent is really good. So it's an exciting part of the show. An art matcher <coughs> is going to be, excuse me, I think a very important component of our shows going forward. Uh, a lot of artists really don't, they're really not great salespeople. They're artists. You know, people ask me, do you paint? And I'm like, no, hell no, I don't paint. <laughs> I can't paint. I'm a businessman, but, you know, and artists are creative. And I think when they can, Riley, when they can sit and load some content onto Art Matcher by themselves and kind of in a more peaceful area, you know, of their home and think about what they want to say. And then that content is there and somebody can walk up and have it uploaded on their phone uh, without the artist getting nervous or, you know, having a salesperson there. I think that's great stuff. Yeah, it's all about helping people get connected, share stories, connect with artists, connect with galleries before they walk through the doors of the fair, learn more while they're there, and then stay connected after the fact. So I'm really glad to hear you say that. Yeah. And again, for everyone who wants to see this partnership in action, visit Art Expo New York. You can find all the art on the Art Matcher app. The artists and exhibitors are sharing the work, sharing video content exclusive to the app. Uh, you'll see the interactive art tags on the wall, so you can just tap your phone, learn more, save it for later, and stay connected. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's fun. Even for beginning collectors that come to the show and maybe they don't find something they can't afford yet, or, you know, they want to just create a digital collection, that's fine. Eventually, they'll buy something. And... I've always been a firm believer in educating people. And I believe that if you educate people and you're a source for information, then they'll come back to that when they're ready to purchase. We recently renovated our home and uh, my wife, Kelly, had been shopping for furniture for, you know, three or four of the rooms that we renovated. And, uh, uh, if she had something more like Art Matcher, it would have been a heck of a lot easier because she was shopping from so many places, but there wasn't one place to hold all of that, right? And that's what Art Matcher does for your art collection. So good product. Well, thank you again. We're glad to hear you say that. Yeah, it's about creating a 360-degree experience of art, including fairs like Art, like art Expo New York, galleries, independent artists, museums, public art projects. Um, art's a lot of places, it turns out, and Art Matcher is all about um, meeting you wherever you are, wherever you find art, helping you build those relationships, helping you, know, you from an educational standpoint, building your confidence uh, in and around art. That's exactly what it is, and we're excited to be showcasing that again at Art Expo. Uh, so Eric, you know, you have years of experience, decades of experience uh, in this field. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the difficulties uh, of running art fairs, the difficulties of navigating art fairs. You know, a lot of what we're trying to do at Art Matcher is make the experience of art fairs and these arts experiences uh, more navigable, uh, more understandable. What are some of the challenges and what are some of the solutions? The, the, the challenge is, you know, with any trade show or exposition um the challenge is always getting 
making sure you get a good crowd. And we definitely have that in Miami at our two shows, Red Dot and Spectre in Miami. Um, we definitely have that in New York. And then at our other fairs, you know, we've got a, a good reputation because we've been putting them on for so many years now that, you know, people continue coming. But if you get a crowd there, people will come. It's kind of like the old baseball thing, right? If you build it, they will come. And uh, so we continue to do doing that. And that, that's, the, um, that's always the biggest challenge. Running a fair, you know, I have such a great team, operations, finance, and everything that uh, we've got that down pat. You know, we ship the walls in. We build the walls according to the, uh, the, the layouts that the galleries provide us. And, uh, and that's all really uh, smooth sailing for us. Um, and then our marketing team does a great job advertising and uh, getting collectors to come to the show. So, you know, but those are the, those are the challenges. It's, 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 um, it's something that we've got down pat. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the 11 people that work for me uh, enjoy doing it and uh, really enjoy their jobs. Absolutely. I'm sure they do. So, you know, that's the case for the fairs and the fair operators. What about the challenges for exhibitors, you know, the artists and the galleries who are exhibiting fairs like this? What challenges do they face navigating a fair and uh, how can we help them out? I think the challenge for a new artist that has never done a fair is uh, it's a big challenge because they've got to pack up their art if they need to ship it. And they've got to learn how to hang a booth properly without overhanging it. So there's enough room for the art to breathe. A lot of young artists feel like they have to get as much art up on the wall as possible. And that is not the case. I can give you a good example. I had a lady uh, took a 10 by 20 space in Miami in our Spectrum show. She had really good work. And I walked by and it was overcrowded and i gently <laughs> approached her and said do you mind if i give you some advice and i told her to take about four of the pieces down and she was left with maybe six and they were big pieces and we rehung the booth and i think she sold five or six pieces during the course of the show and they were you know five to seven thousand dollars she did well really well so well that she was picked up by a gallery and has since done a couple other shows not my fairs but other fairs you know even after miami in the last three months and um she's been very successful but she took our advice uh she didn't overhang her booth she did a really nice setup she invested the money and it kicked off her career and uh, i was really happy for her. The bad news for us sometimes is when, when artists get picked up by galleries, they don't come back to us. <laughs> they might come back with a gallery, Riley, but they're not coming back to us directly. So we lose that customer, right? Absolutely. Well, and again, I love what you're saying about, you know, helping artists and exhibitors really curate and be selective about what they show people. Uh, it's not about, you know, shotgunning everything out there. It's about having really specific, nuanced, thoughtful works of art stories that are curated uh, to resonate with a specific audience. 
and you allow them the ability to do that in real space with uh, Bear, and we're trying to help give artists the tools to do that in the digital space to really um, pointedly connect with uh, the right people for them, the right art lovers and supporters for them. All right, well, I want to close out with kind of a lightning round. I'd love to talk about who are some of your favorite artists and galleries right now? Who are you looking forward to finding at uh, Art Expo New York? You know, when you're walking the fair, what, what gets you really excited? What gets me excited is uh, somebody who's created something that looks like... that. I'll give you a good example. I had a lady, we do an exhibitor meeting at the beginning of every fair. And uh, I say at the end, if you want me to come by your booth, if you, you think you're vulgar hung or you, know, you have a question, just let me know. So I usually hit 10 or 20 booths after my meeting. I went by this one lady and she had these abstract pieces and then these, pe- these paintings of dogs that were really cool. And I said to her, I go, what's all this other stuff? what's this stuff here? And she, I said, how many artists do you have in your booth? She said, well, it's just me. I just wanted to so, show my whole breadth of work. And I said, your dogs are fantastic. I mean, there was just this way that she had of painting these dogs and they had characters to them and the, it was fun. And she goes, it's funny. I'm only one of two artists uh, acknowledged by the AKC that are allowed to paint dogs for the AKC. She had this little title and stuff. And I said, well, that's what you should be doing. And I said, take down this other stuff, you know? So I guess my point is create a, um, a signature for yourself and stick with it and do it well. When you look at a Picasso piece, it's a Picasso. A Renoir, it's a Renoir, right? A Van Gogh, you can tell it's a Van Gogh. And those are obvious examples, but, you know, Gerhard Richter, Andy Warhol, Keith Haring, whoever, Lichtenstein, they all have signature looks to themselves. And I think that's what's key. And when I find one of those artists or two or three in our show, you know, they catch my interest. Absolutely. We love, we love that advice for artists. We love that advice for art lovers. Um, well, Eric, thank you again for your time. Really excited to talk with you. And everyone, we're greatly looking forward to Art Expo New York and this Art Metric Partnership. Again, see the show. Uh, March 30th through April 2nd at Pier 36 New York. You can find all the art on the Artmetric app. You can find exclusive video content and exclusive studio shots, just additional storytelling, all from the artists on the app. When you're walking the fair, keep an eye out for our interactive uh, tap and learn art tags. Tap your phone, learn more, save it for later, create this digital collection like Eric is talking about. Share it with a friend, share it on social media, and just stay connected. It's all about relationships and uh, connecting the dots. Well, thank you again, Eric. We're greatly looking forward to it, and we'll see you in New York. All right, Riley. Thank you. See you in New York. Thank you so much for tuning into the Art Matcher podcast. We had an interesting discussion, a great time, and we hope you did too. Please tune in for next week's episode and like, share, and follow. For more information about the app, you can check out our website at artmatcher.com or look us up on social. Stay safe and be artful.